there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome into Follow the Money on a Thursday. Hope you got that coffee flowing and excitement ready for a fun packed three hours of Football talk, baseball talk, everything you could ask for. Stormy Bonantoni and Dave Ross in for Mitch and Polly this morning. You got to have the big cups of coffee. But I'm confused because I'm looking at your coffee cup here. Love the look. USA, America, but memorializing 2020? Well, yeah, it's. I thought that was the year we wanted to forget. Let's cross out the year. Just just go (laughs) USA. You don't have to remember 2020 uh, with the advent of COVID. But like, hopefully, we are all, I hope we're all back to normal now in the sports world, at least. Because I can't. I can't Unless do like you're the Toronto Blue Jays and yeah. you have to cross the border, that seems to be the difficulty. We'll see. Dicey. We'll see if that changes by the time we get back to the NHL season next year. Who Ooh, knows? I, uh, I forget about that. That when you crossed. go north of the border, it still gets a little. Yeah, it'd be like that. So hopefully we <laughs> you know start what that's like. working it out here. Uh, we're gonna have a great show yeah. though. So the first hour and a half, you're gonna be stuck with Dave and I. Um, but then the guest list is on fire fleek later on. Bryant McFadden, former. Florida State Seminole, Steelers, two-time Super Bowl two champ. Uh, now turning the page to CBS NFL analyst. He's going to join us. He's been at Raiders training camp, so yeah. we'll talk to him about that as well as his former team. And then the last hour, it is all things college football all the time because we are releasing our college football betting guide today. So Wes Reynolds, Steve McInan, Adam Burke, a few of the great contributors that have made this guide what it is, 131 pages Unbelievable. of pure insight from these guys. Well, again, if you want to be 350 a... pages. Oh, my gosh. Where did I get... Where... 131 teams, so I got the numbers all flipped in my mind, but, but it think, is stacked. But think of this. If you're really serious about betting college football, you need to get the all-access subscription to Absolutely. it so you can get the college football guide that's out today. And again, we sound like shills for the company for good reason. If you want to be a smart investor in college football, and we'll have Wes, Steve, and Adam to break it down that last hour, we're not kidding. 
I mean, they've done all the work for you. Now you have to do is take those seeds information and then uh, make them a very fruitful season for you in the college football betting market because it, it's it's there to be had. And yep. these guys broke it down like nobody else can do. Absolutely. Team by team breakdowns, yep. season win totals, division win, all that stuff. So um, well, that'll be a great hour. I'm really yep. looking forward to it. But where we're going to start is in the NFL because training camp well underway oh, now. Yeah. A lot of news to get to. And let's start with my San Francisco 49ers, Debo Samuel. Oh. Not out there on the practice field. He did report, but... Um, Obviously, it's one of those hold-in situations where he shows up, but he's still trying to get that contract sealed. Uh, General Manager John Lynch says that they're in a good place. He said they've had substantive and productive conversations with with his agent, with him. Um, So hopefully they get something done in the near future, but not practicing yet. I'm always curious how how that goes. Like, you know, we're in a really good place. We had good talks. We had coffee. We broke bread. I mean, like, how hard can it be to, like, here's the number. It's you... like they need Jimmy G off their books so that they can <laughs> get him more Just money. Just wait. We got <laughs> to move Jimmy G. And, you know, there's some rumors floating out that maybe the Giants might be. We'll find out there are a lot of fake accounts going on out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of misinformation going on out there as well. We'll find out where Jimmy G lands. But I do wonder if we've got to free up some money. And part of that money might be tied to Jimmy G right now. The Debo thing is interesting because the way Kyle runs his offense, and you know this as a Niners fan and somebody who watches that team closely, I mean, it works because of people like Debo Samuel, right? You can't just get another wide receiver slash running back. Good luck finding a hybrid like Debo to run that system. But I do think Debo's to the point, too. He's like, hey, I, I'm getting beaten up like a running back. Mm-hmm. So you need to do right by me because my life expectancy in the NFL won't be that of a typical wide receiver with the physical pounding my body's going to take as a running back. And I understand that. And in turn, from a compensation standpoint, too, he wants to be paid there like a is. top wide receiver. So, um, obviously, he was one of the best in the game last year. Had more than 1,750 yards from scrimmage last year. 14 touchdowns, first-time pro bowler. So, they want to lock him up and, obviously, give Trey Lance a weapon that's going to make him look good in his first full season as a starter as and, well. And they've made the point. Look, it, it's we all knew this is going to be Trey Lance's team. They've, they've come out in record. This is going to be his team. We're turning the keys over to him. You know that that Debo. I, I look. I know Debo's got a proclivity for Jimmy G, and I'm sure a lot of those guys do. That that play with Jimmy and got to a Super Bowl, got very close to winning one. But now you got to roll with the new kid, and the new kid's going to be Trey. So w- let's see how that plays out for the Niners. But it, it, I think they'll have Debo in the fall before the season begins. Obviously, this is one of those deals that I'm not going to go and put my body on the line at training camp and or fake football, potentially risk injury. Until you pay me the bag. Yes. And then when I, you pay me the bag, I'll probably still go in half motion, but I know what to do for the 17 games. That's the important thing. Yes, sir. And very high expectations for this team. Win total set at 10. They're very Man. close to the Rams' odds I, to win the NFC I'm West as well. By that. Speaking of the NFC West, uh, another guy holding in, so to speak, DK Metcalf of mm. the Seattle Seahawks. He sat on the sideline. Um, he too is seeking a new extension coming off foot surgery, charger safety, Derwin James, another name sitting out. So this is a trend that we're going to see here in the preseason. We'll see who eventually does get out And there. Look at, take a look at DK Metcalf. There he is in his neon hat glory as per usual. The thing with DK, like, okay, he's done it, but he had Russell Wilson to help make him and, and get this new bag that he's going to get right. Derwin James for me in the chargers and somebody has got some futures on the chargers, like get to camp. You've been banged mm-hmm. up. Like, you are a stud. Everybody knows that coming out of Florida State, he's a difference maker on defense. But it's, like, to me, DK can say, look at my body of work. Debo Samuel, look at my body of work. Derwin James, I- I've been I've been injured a lot. So, like, we know the talent's there, and, and the upside is fantastic. But, you know, the best ability is, is, is availability. And yep. you, you got to be on the field. Yep. So, like, to me, it's it's hard for me to just say, yeah, 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 you've earned this. Right. So, like, I I think Debo and DK, to an extent, have a much better case as to why they might be able to jump the line, get a new deal. Derwin James, if if I'm Tom Telesco and I'm there in L.A., I'm like, you know, hey, we like you, but you haven't exactly shown out because you've been off the field more than you've been on it. So that might be an issue for me if I'm Chargers brass. Meanwhile, a player who is back, former Offensive Player of the Year, Michael Thomas, back Mm. for the Saints. Uh, A huge development, of course, after having multiple ankle surgeries. First time on the practice field out at camp after 18 months. He participated in every part of practice yesterday except the full team drills. And you see the video there, not wearing any noticeable 
um, of, of Debo there on your screen now. Mm-hmm. Is that Lombardi that posted that? <laughs> Love that. Uh, there's there's, there's the Saints work there's here. Um, but he didn't have any noticeable brace or anything like that on his on his ankle, which I think is a good sign for him to get off and running here. Yeah, off the pup list, which is good. Uh, you don't want to be on that after you, we missed you all last year in New Orleans land. I think for Chris Olave, another Ohio Stater there for Michael Thomas, that's going to be huge for them. Because, uh, like, you know, like Michael Irvin back in the, you know, University of Miami days, those guys stick together. And I think Ohio State's kind of they, – they do that. It's a big deal, that college, that college thing. So I think those two Ohio State guys, Michael Thomas is going to want to get Chris Olave up to his level. And they'll be like, look at us. Look at the Buckeyes taking over the Saints. So if you get Michael Thomas back to even close to being what he was two years ago, pre-injury – well, and you think about Jameis Winston, he's coming off the ACL as well. Before he got injured, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions, and that was without Michael Thomas. Right. So have them together. I feel like things could be – I'm optimistic about the Saints this year personally. I am too. My my concern there is with Sean Payton gone, right, and it felt like Sean was starting to get extract that great football out of Jameis Winston and not turning it over. Mm-hmm. So now with these weapons back, does James go, ooh, I can throw it like Tampa <laughs> – Tampa Bay again, and we get that well, 30 for 30 club. Wouldn't you think, though, that you saw the dividends of your hard work paying off, that you would want to stay on that trajectory? I don't think he's just going to let it loose. I hope not, because back then in the Bruce Arians days in Tampa, when he had the you know 30 touchdowns, 30 picks, you know, no risk it, no biscuit. That's the way B.A. coached, right? So he kind of let Jameis go, and you saw what happened. It was one of the most exciting slash confusing seasons in NFL history. From Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. It's like he throws a touchdown and then he throws a pick six. Like, try, How do you look like the best player in the world and the, and worst. the worst in the same 10 minutes? It, it doesn't un- make sense. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so like, it felt like Sean Payton was reeling that in. And now Sean's gone. You get Thomas and Olave. You know, Olave's going to take the top off the defense a little bit. I just wonder if Jameis goes, well, I'm going to start EWs again. And then do all that stuff that got him in trouble. So like if that you get, is still one of the most bizarre things that what? I can remember is like that video just chomp and his chomp, teammates chomp. the looks on their face were like what <laughs> in the hell are you doing dude um the news continues and and we'll have plenty of NFL talk throughout the course yeah. of the show today but um also Major League Baseball yesterday Mike Trout uh came out that he's diagnosed with a rare a rare yeah. chronic back condition so his return for this season all of a sudden is is pretty uncertain. Uh, the Angels beat reporter Jeff Fletcher reported that Trout told him he will play again this year. So that's his mindset, but he acknowledges, you know, he has to stay on top of the maintenance on his back, says that he's not concerned about his career. So a good sign there for the way that Trout is personally approaching this. Remember, like, yesterday? I mean, the Angels are still bad, but, I, I, but great news for, for Trout. He feels confident. It's unbelievable now with the injuries that Trout has had the last couple of years. And it does feel like yesterday he was the unquestioned best player best in baseball. Best player in baseball. Right, he's rotting in Anaheim. They need to trade him to the East Coast to be, be a star. He's still a star. But this is now, it's got to be very concerning. We're talking about three years in a row where Trout's having major issues, right? So, like, I'm starting to wonder, and I hope this isn't the case, have we seen the best, the absolute best Ooh. of Mike Trout behind us? Because now it's all about Shohei. And I, you get why it's all about Shohei. But, like, again, we just talked about, a, you know, availability being the best ability. Like, he can't play 162. He hadn't done it in three years. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I just wonder, I hope, that we get Mike Trout. Like, to me, if I'm the Angels and I know he wanted to play, remember last year he came back well, late in the year? Dude, sit him down. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is him. very clearly a lost year yeah. for this squad. Just let him figure out whatever he needs to figure out with his back. Come back totally. next year and be strong. Uh, this first hour of Follow the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. When we come back here on Follow the Money, win some, lose some. We'll continue our Major League Baseball conversation because there were some good wins. There were some bad beats yesterday. Honestly. Ah, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Don't go anywhere. More Follow the Money ahead. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment including fees 
securities. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favourite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from that local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. And it's super easy to subscribe wherever you get your local podcasts. Welcome back to Follow the Money. Stormy Bonantoni and Dave Ross here. Welcomed by Brian McFadden. Oh, man. Former Florida State Seminole, Steelers defensive back, two-time Super Bowl MVP, now doing the sports media thing with CBS Sports. And right off the hop here, Brian, like how much of a third wheel am I going to be in this conversation (laughs) between you and Dave? I need to know up front. One thing about me and Dave, we're very hospitable. So if you feel like you're uncomfortable, it's our job to make you feel comfortable. Preach, So you should be okay. What exactly? I feel so honored. Uh, we will yeah. get we will get to your Steelers conversation plenty and any memories that you guys yeah. have. But where I want to start with you, Brian, is I know you were out here in Vegas at, at Raiders camp and you were there front and center to the Devontae Adams Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer comment. How much did your ears perk up when you heard that? Yo, but check this out. Real talk. When he actually said it, I heard it, but I didn't hear it. I didn't realize exactly what he said until after the fact when it kind of went viral. But I understand what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. He, of course, he clarified that the next day. Um, but in all in all, it's all fun. And what I love, too, as well, is that you saw what Aaron Rodgers did yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? In front of uh, in front of the microphones, when he just his first thing, the, the first things that he said was, well, "Anytime you go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer," so that got back to Aaron Rodgers based on what Devontae Adams said. Uh, we all know it's a mutual respect between both two, both players, right? They highly, highly respect each other. But I can't wait to see if there's a friendly clap back from Devontae today based on what Aaron Rodgers did yesterday and his, like, low-key response to what Devontae said in regards to anytime you leave a Hall of Famer and you go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, you know, it is what it is. Well, BMAC, you know how that works, and, and you and Patrick Peterson always breaking news on the All Things Covered podcast as well. When you got that vibe from Devontae, was that – he did he say it almost flippantly, like he didn't think twice about it because you didn't catch it when he said it to you initially. So he really must believe it. Like, are you buying into that? Maybe the Raiders. This could be a special year for them. Year number one with Josh McDaniels. Oh, when it comes to overall team success and expectations, yeah, I'm buying into the Raiders. Let's let's let's, let's do it like this. You guys are out, out there in Viva Las Vegas, right? 
What happened last year? Not just talking about the on the field success, all the adversities they had to go through and mm. endure and get over. You lost your head coach during the season. You lost one of your best offensive players during the season. During this during the year, you got into the tournament and you were basically one possession away from beating the Cincinnati Bengals. So if you factor in the the the, the mental hurdles they had to endure and get over. Now you have more structure on the staff, on the coaching staff. You added pieces to improve the roster. I understand the division has gotten tougher. I understand that. But this is a team, in my opinion, they understand and know what it takes to fight through adversity. So I, I, I think this, this could be a special year. Me personally, even though they're playing in what I call the, the group of death, <laughs> we look at how tough that division will be the AFC West that is. Yeah, it is a gauntlet. And I'm I'm honestly I'm really glad that you said that cuz I do feel like the Raiders are a team that's being slept on a little bit. Derek Carr always pretty disrespected yeah. at the position despite the success that that he's had. So I'm glad I didn't have to ask you a leading question and you just <laughs> went there on your own. Yesterday at Steelers camp um as we transitioned to your former team, Mitch Trubisky opened things up with a pair of incompletions and you already heard people <laughs> screaming, "Put Kenny in." Where do you stand on the quarterback situation the first year without a potential Big Ben in the mix? Right now, I think it's Trubisky's job to lose. Now, things couldn't check, could change leading into preseason ball games and stuff like that. But right now, it's Trubisky's job to lose. And the thing about the fans there in Pittsburgh, they love they love Steeler football. Did you guys see the clip of people, you know, in in lines waiting to get into Latrobe Park? Oh yeah, because train the first. It's like they don't work. They don't work in in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Nobody works. When I was there, people used to be lining up every day. It didn't matter if it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They line up because they love football. So they're going to cheer and they're going to expect to see Kenny at some point in time become the guy. But I'm okay if Trubisky keeps his job because that tells me two things. Number one, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Number two, we're winning ball games and we're scoring points. But if he don't, then clearly the offense is not generating and being consistent, and eventually Kenny Pickett will become that guy if there is some struggles offensively. But right now, I mean, come on, let, 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 let's, let's see what Trubisky can do. Man is 20, 26 and 21 in his professional career as a starting quarterback. That's above 500. That's an above 500 record with so much dysfunction that was around him. Dave, you remember all the dysfunction oh. that was around Trubisky in Chicago? You and I were there together in Chicago. We were there for a couple NFL drafts together in Chicago, BMAC, and we saw uh, what transpired there w- with Mitchell. It just didn't work. Now, hey, say, Sorry, so much for blue-collar town, though, if nobody's working. <laughs> no, right, but they're all there to see BMAC's boys. <laughs> but, you know, look, we know, and you know this, you get Bill Cower, and then you go to Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in his entire tenure in Pittsburgh. BMAC, the win-loss total this year is seven. For your boys that reeks of whoosh, disrespect what do you make of that number is this a team is this the first time that mike tomlin's not gonna have a winning season no it's not i mean one thing about betting you got the trend is your friend mike tomlin has been the head coach for the pittsburgh Steelers since 2007 2007 think about that go back to 2007 that was his first year he's been a winning coach ever since so why would i go against that trend why that's what i'm, I'm not i'm not that's what i'm, I'm not saying b mac even if they still had an under 500 season you still cash that ticket i don't know why everybody's i mean the amount of work and consistency it takes for a head coach to lead a team to consistently win at the pace that Tomlin has done. It's because the quarterback situation, though, B. You know this, right? So if, if right. but if Mitch is not the guy, right, would they turn it over to the kid like they're doing in San Francisco in year two? Would Mike Tomlin do that in year number one? Potentially, if he has to. But my thing is this. If Trubisky was able to have an above 500 record with so much dysfunction, no structure around him, one would think he would be a better quarterback with function around him, with structure, with a better offense personnel-wise on every level. So me personally, if you have any guts, right, go put money on Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin to have to go over that win total right now. If you have any guts and glory and you believe, do it right now because the man has never had a losing season. And I can tell you this much. Talk about the quarterback unknown. What about Cleveland? 
right? We don't know who their quarterback going to be. And if it's, uh, if, if it's Jacoby Brissett, you have to like your chances. The thing about Pittsburgh that I love, and, I, and, and the main reason why I'm taking the over outside of my bias to the Pittsburgh Steelers, right, defense and coaching. Defense and coaching. They still have one of the best defenses there in that division and that coaching, that staff, the head coach, they will always be able to put their players in positions to be successful. So I'm taking the over. I'm not taking the under. No, that's not that's the two things I can tell you this much about betting. One thing I realized, I'm never betting the under with the Pittsburgh Steelers as Mike Tomlin win total as long as Mike T is the head coach. And I'm always betting with the Saints to win on the road when they play Atlanta. <laughs> we are in uh, that together. Oh, we, we only got a couple minutes I'm left. I'm giving you some extra, some extra betting tips. All right. Well, I need to get I need one. Anytime they play in Atlanta. I got to get one in your alma mater. We got two minutes to go here, BMAC. Because I know you were coaching with this team in the spring, and they, they doused you with Gatorade. I keep telling you you're going to be a great coach one day. But until, they, until then, I need you to prognosticate on your Florida State Seminoles what are they going to do in the ACC this year? Florida State, I guess the success for this year or whatever the expectations this year, we will know everything we need to know about Florida State week two against LSU on a national stage, Ooh. right? That, that, that will tell you week one is like an opening week. We play Duquesne Pre-season. at home. <laughs> Preseason, but you know it counts. It's no fake football day, so get that out of your mind. <laughs> but week two in New Orleans, where, where, where they love beignets, if I'm able to go to that ball game, I'm going to be filled up with beignets and crawfish. <laughs> That's going to tell you all you need to know about Florida State. Similar to what happened last year, Stormy against your Notre Dame Fighting Irish against the Fighting Irish. It kind of told you everything you need to know about Florida State. It wasn't there yet, and it clearly didn't have that type of year. If they can take care of their business against the LSU. My expectations go from being low to being potentially, uh, you know, marginal to say the least. Watch so, out, no, watch out, November twelfth against Syracuse. And by the way, uh, Bmac, seriously, do you finally no, want to? Yeah, no. do you want to finally admit how much better you would have looked with a star in your helmet? Uh, no, I wouldn't have any rings, Dave. If I he has three Cowboys, stars on his helmet. <laughs> thank, you would, thank you, Stormy. Bmac and, and Stormy. I tell Dave this all the time. If I play for the Cowboys, I wouldn't have any rings. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Appreciate the time. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Dude, you're the best. Appreciate you, man. Uh, thank you. Have a great day. Give Bryant McFadden a follow as well at BMAC underscore sports talk on Twitter. He let me wear his rings once in Chicago. Heavy? Heavy. I was trying to get dates. This has been the fastest two hours that we have ever <laughs> seen on this program. The College Football Hour coming oh, yes. up on Follow the Money next. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Follow the Money with Stormy Bonantoni and Dave Ross in for Mitch and Polly today. This is our all college football yeah. hour because the college football betting guide is out right now. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert profiles of all 131 teams, people. You got team trends. Power ratings, over-under recommendations, plus the best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions, the list goes on and on. And the only way that you can get access to this year's football betting guide is by becoming a VEASAN all-access subscriber. It's super easy to sign up. You can do so today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get everything we offer for the entire football season, including the pro football betting guide, which is also coming soon. But like I said, we are talking all college to start things off here and excited to welcome in our guy Wes Reynolds who in addition to college football covers just about everything everything but his priorities in the college football betting guide were the ACC and Mm -hmm. Big Ten East at Wes Reynolds one on Twitter welcome in Wes thanks for getting up early with us today good morning guys how are you good we're We're excited because we 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 look over the betting guide we see what you've got in there and I think in the ACC and, and Stormy I'm curious what Wes thinks do you think this is scorched earth for Clemson this year and a revenge mm. tour for Dabo? Or do you think there's trouble that last year could be closer to this year? Yeah, if you look at Clemson, uh, they were down last year. And we were talking about, oh, how down the Tigers were. They somehow won 10 games. But winning 10 games is a disappointment down there in Death right. Valley. They had won six ACC titles in a row, six consecutive CFP burps. That ended abruptly. So, You know, maybe this is the revenge tour. I certainly think that they're the favorite in the Atlantic Division, even though NC State 
is kind of the hype machine this year. Last year, though, it was North Carolina, and we saw that they ended up finishing 6-7, and seven, and it started disappointing right away when they lost at Virginia Tech. So danger at least a little bit for the Wolfpack. They don't want to you know, fall into too much of their own hype. But with Clemson, you've got two new coordinators. You have to, uh, Brandon Streeter, who goes ahead. He was a former Tiger quarterback mm-hmm. back in the late 90s. Tony Elliott, by the way, is now the head coach at the University of Virginia. And Streeter takes over on offense and on defense. Brent Venables, who was one of the best coordinators in all of college football, run the Bros Award multiple times. He is now at Oklahoma, so Wes Goodwin takes over on the defense. The defense, I think, really didn't slip very much last year. Rated eighth nationally, 310 yards per game. And the defensive line, I know Dabo has really been talking up this defensive line, thinks it might be the best he's ever had, and that's pretty high praise considering Clemson's been loaded at defensive line for about 30 years down there. So really good up front. I think the defense is going to be good. It's all going to depend, though, on the quarterback. It's all, all going to depend on DJ Uwe So uh, he struggled in his first full season as a starter. Remember that great game he played at Notre Dame where he's kind of called into duty very late and replacing Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, he just played. He didn't really overthink it. And I think uh, that's why we thought, oh, we, he was going to have a super season last year. And he was disappointing. 55% completions, 9 to 10 touchdown to interception ratio, really made poor decisions, was too inaccurate. Clemson was 103rd in the nation in passing offense. But I think at least the conditioning has improved. He's reportedly lost 25 pounds. And I think that the offense is just going to be better just, you know, having a healthier unit, a healthier unit up front. DJ may be taking that next step. But I don't think that there is runaway of a favorite in this division, maybe as the market's giving them credit for. And I, I like the way that you phrased all of that, all of these pieces that are here for Clemson, but ultimately it's all going to come down to DJ Uyunglele and the success or step backs that he might take. You mentioned NC State. And the hype train there. I am one of those people on it. Absolutely love Devin Leary. My Twitter account should just become a Devin Leary stand <laughs> account at this point. They're bringing back so much. This could be the best team that Dave Dorn has ever had in his time as the Wolfpack head coach. And they could very well be undefeated, as could Clemson coming into that October 1 game. Do you think realistically that NC State could, I mean, they beat Clemson last year. Do you think that they could make a run? Could they be one of those teams that is the last one standing? I think they certainly can, Stormy, because if you look at NC State, they lost two ACC games last year by a total of four points. Lost by one at Miami, lost by three in that shootout at Wake Forest. They were unbeaten at home last season, but they've got that October 1 game that you mentioned at Clemson. And NC State looking for its first ACC title since 1979. It's all about managing the expectations, and you're right about Coach Doran been kind of the model of consistency, a lot of eight, nine win seasons, but can you take that next step? Devin Leary was outstanding last year, who you mentioned. He actually broke Phillip Rivers' all-time single-season TD pass record at 35. He's only thrown seven interceptions in the last two seasons on 550 total passes, so you're talking about a guy that I think is very mature, doesn't force it, doesn't turn it over. Two of his top three receivers are back. The offensive line, despite the fact that they lost the anchor at Kwanu, who got drafted by the Carolina Panthers in the first round, they've got four starters back and 95 career starts on that offensive line up front. So we know that that unit is going to be good. We know that the defense was pretty good. They were 14th nationally, second in the ACC, allowed just a little bit less than 20 a game second in the ACC with 15 interceptions. So they bring a lot of guys back. They bring a fair amount of super seniors actually back because the super seniors have kind of been different for each program. Like Wake Forest, for instance, they had a lot of their super seniors last year. So Wake is the team that I think in this division that might take a little bit of a drop that we saw from last season when they won 11 games. Wes, I told Stormy this in the last hour, you know, going to VCU, not having a football team, I had to drive to Blacksburg or to Charlottesville to watch ACC football because we didn't have a team. I look up and I see Virginia Tech north of 50 to 1 to win the ACC this year. I, I can't recall them being this long of a shot down the board. We know there's a coaching change. Justin Fuente out the Beamer days are long gone. What do you make of the Hokies this year? Are they really taking a big step back? 
I actually lean a little bit over their win total at six and a half at plus money. They're not quite going to be there in the glory days of Beamer ball and when Bud Foster had some of the best defenses in the country. But Brent Pry, who comes in from uh, Penn State, he was with James Franklin for several years on that staff as their defensive coordinator. He wants to kind of get back to that identity, Dave, in terms of what Beamer ball was and Bud Foster on defense. And and I think Virginia Tech kind of lost that identity. But if you just start with the offense, new offensive coordinator, Tyler Bowen, who was also on Penn State staff and was the tight end coach for the Jaguars last year. Joe Rudolph comes in as the offensive line coach from Wisconsin. So we know what this offense wants to do. They want to establish a running game first and foremost. New quarterback, Grant Wells, transfer from Marshall University. The seventh starting quarterback in five years for this program. So you can tell why Virginia Tech has slipped because they've had so much turnover. I think the defense, I always kind of tend to trust the Virginia Tech defense because I think Fry and Chris Marv, who were together at Vanderbilt uh, when uh, Marv played there, they're going to try to get and be physical up front. And that's where they really need work. No defensive lineman had over three and a half sacks last year. So they're going to try to out-tough opponents. Now, they start out at Old Dominion, who you'll remember upset them in 2018. And that was what started kind of the whispers in Blacksburg that, hey, maybe Justin Fuente is not going to work out for us. Then you get three straight at home, B.C., Walford, West Virginia. But it's October that's going to define them. You've got at North Carolina, at Pitt, at NC State, and then you host Miami at the end of the month. Schedule does uh, ease up a little bit at the end, though, with Georgia Tech, Duke, and Liberty. Here with VSIN's Wes Reynolds did a great job as a contributor mm-hmm. to the college football betting guide that is out today. In addition to your coverage with the ACC, you also handled the Big Ten East. And, I mean, Ohio State <laughs> is the talk of the town all over the country right now. Obviously a big favorite to win the Big Ten this year, a contender in the college football playoff to potentially win a national championship this year. Um, what are some ways that folks might be able to bet on Ohio State that isn't a crazy tax to have to pay? And what makes this team special in your eyes? Yeah, I'm glad we saved it just for the couple minutes left in the segment because that's all we really need in the Big Tennies. They're going to win the Big Tennies, Ohio State. I think they're absolutely loaded. Uh, you looked at the, the win total. Obviously, if you want to go over 10.5, you're paying almost minus 250. Yep. So. I'd rather just take them to win the conference. But here's what I think Ohio State finally realized. We can't just win out scoring teams. We're going to put up huge numbers. Justin Fields is going to have a huge year. Smith and Jigba is probably the best receiver in the history of the program, which is a pretty high standard there at Ohio State. Uh, 95 receptions, 1606 in the yards. Just put in the Rose Bowl tape against a really good Utah defense, and they absolutely couldn't cover him. And (laughs) they'll be able to run the ball with Henderson. The defense, though, is why Jim Knowles got brought in from Oklahoma State. He led a top 10 national defense for a program uh, for Mike Gundy that the defense was a joke like three to four years ago, and he made it one of the better units in the country. It's not a talent issue on defense or a recruiting issue that they don't have enough dudes. They got plenty of dudes. They just didn't play good fundamental football. They didn't take proper angles. They missed tackles. But now you're returning a lot of personnel, especially up front. So, Yeah, I absolutely, you you can't dislike Ohio State. They're the best team in the East by far. They're going to be double-digit favorites in every game, including maybe on the road at Michigan State and Penn State. I only have about a minute to go to West very quickly. Michigan was very profitable. You and I did a lot of their games last year uh, doing the shows on Saturdays. A step back for Harbs very quickly in Michigan in the big house this year? Maybe a small step back, Dave, because, uh, look, they ran the ball just astronomically well last year, but they've got two new coordinators on offense. Josh Gaddis went with Mario Cristobal to Miami. They'll still be able to run the ball, and they also do get Ronnie Bell back, uh, their star receiver, but new defensive coordinator as well, Jesse Minter in for Mike McDonald, who's now the DC for the Ravens, and when you when you replace these two pass rushers, Hutchinson and Ojabo, 25 of their 34 stacks, yeah, I think they're going to take a little step back. They may go back to like a nine-win team this year instead of a playoff team. Wes, you're the man. Thank you so much for the time. And awesome great stuff, job Wes. with everything and the hard work you guys did on this guide. You got it, guys. Thank you. I, no hyperbole here. Hardest working man at this Wes, Wes is amazing. I, I wish he just knew his stuff. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, geez, Wes. No, uh, incredible amazing. insight from amazing him. Amazing information. We will continue the college football yep. hour when we come back. We're going to take a quick timeout. But Steve Mackinnon, VEASAN's own data analyst. Follow the money on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Get 50% off all expert picks at winnersandwiners.com with the promo code VEASANFTMGS50 at checkout. It's tired of paying for losers. Winners and Winners best bets are backed with a win guarantee because nobody should have to pay for losing picks. Our top experts continue to produce winners, and today they've got a loaded card with their best bets. Use promo code VEASANFTMGS50 at checkout and get 50% off all expert picks today. Winnersandwiners.com. Rolling along here on Follow the Money, Stormy Bond and Tony and Dave Ross in for the fellas today as we continue our all things college awesome. football hour with the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide dropping today. We welcome in Steve Mackinnon, VEASAN Point Spread Weekly contributor, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the sports betting data and analytics. His power ratings second to none. So welcome in. Uh, appreciate you making the time for us this morning. How's it going? Hey, good morning, guys. Always a pleasure to be with you. I cannot imagine the amount of work <laughs> that went in to get all of this accomplished for this guide to be released ultimately today. And let's start at the top and head our way down because it feels like Ohio State and Alabama are just on this collision mm-hmm. course to battle it out for a national championship this year. Georgia right there, I guess, in that upper echelon as well. But then it feels like there's this steep drop off. Is that what your ratings told you as well? Or where do you sit on the top teams? Well, yeah, that's what, where the ratings come out. I think it'd be erroneous to add it any other way here. Now, these two teams, in particular, Alabama and uh, Ohio State, have something a little different than we're used to from these real good teams come back. They always have the good recruits. They have deep, uh, deep talent. Uh, they've recruited very well over the last decade. They have elite, elite quarterbacks coming back this year. And uh, typically that is enough to get a team to the top, to the to the championship game. Steve, when you look at it historically, it, it feels like every year we're talking about the same teams, right? Alabama, Ohio State in there. Is, is that true when you look back? Because you're amazing with the trends. Or is this an anomaly that we come into a year where it really feels like those are the two clear cuts? And as Stormy mentioned, Georgia, a solid number three. Has it been this clear cut one and two when you look back at how you've done your power ratings in the last, uh, I'd say, decade or so? Well, I think all we have to do is go back one season where it wasn't quite the same. Now, I think what happened with COVID and the adding of the super senior uh, season, it gave teams that were on the fringe, if you will, a chance maybe to compete and get into that playoff, uh, maybe elite level. Uh, and we saw two teams do that. Michigan, a very experienced Michigan team came back. A very experienced Cincinnati team came back. Those teams were able to crash the playoff part. Now, we returned this year. So last year, there was, I believe it was 69 teams returning 17 starters or more because of that super senior rule. This year, there's only 15. Mm. So I think you have to look at at basic talent level, and that comes from recruiting rankings and that kind of thing. Uh, as to where teams are going to be able to actually reach their peak. And remember, everybody, the College Football Betting Guide out today Mm -hmm. is only available when you have the VEASAN all-access subscription. For those of you who are watching us on the live stream side, these slates uh, are just a little preview, a breakdown of what you're going to get on each of these teams with Steve's power ratings, the number of returning starters, strength of schedule, season win total, recommendations, all of that. Um, It's really great. When we go from those upper echelon top three teams, there is a steep drop-off after that for the next team in contention to be that potential college football playoff contender and have an opportunity for a national championship. Like, Who are some of the people in your mind, programs in your mind, that could fill that next slot in the gap for the CFP? Well, I think I'm going to qualify this answer in the fact that so this the, the CFP guide has five different articles that I uh, have added in uh, this year's piece here. But what it is, is a it's an encapsulation of my routine for handicapping the upcoming season and prepping and evaluating all the teams. Now, I could say from each one of those articles that I see a team this, hey, this team could maybe surprise. This team could, uh, this team could maybe make a run at the playoffs. Now, if I was to go and just maybe say three different teams that I think from from using all of those pieces that could be wild card here. I have I would say NC State one, uh, 
big time returning experience, uh, top level quarterback. Uh, they haven't been on the elite stage here for a long time. Uh, I would add maybe North Carolina, very highly talented team based on recruiting. They got a five-star quarterback stepping in for another five-star quarterback. So there shouldn't be much of a drop-off. They've underachieved. If they reach their potential this season, they could surprise people. And I think the other one you got to consider is USC. You have no idea what, what might – this team could be uh, the best team in the Pac-12, but if they are – they end up maybe making a run at the playoffs uh, if Caleb Williams is able to come uh, have a big season for his former coach and current coach. And then uh, they've had two really strong recruiting classes in a row under, within this most recent one with Lincoln Riley. Hey, if it all comes together, you, the, the sky's the limit. Steve, that is really interesting that you point that out because this is a USC team that's coming off just a four-win season. And I was curious if you felt like in the offseason with the things they did in the transfer portal, if they did enough to be able to eclipse that season win total of nine and a half. I know there are high expectations, but did the defense do enough to have them be that high caliber Pac-12 winning type of a team that can put themselves in that position? Yeah, I think it was a big allowed over 30 points a game last year. Obviously, that's not going to get done. Uh, that's not going to put you on a, on a playoff level. But uh, to me, this is the biggest wild card heading into the season. Uh, it, it, if you told me they win five games this year, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe you could see that. Maybe <laughs> they're going to be better next year. Now, if you told me they're 11-1, and one, oh, you could even see that too. So, I mean, I think you could land anywhere in between there. Steve, it's interesting because college football now, it's it's uncharted, right? We haven't done this before with transfer portals. And you're used to it with coaches when you put your power rankings together and you do a really good job of finding those coaches and coaching staffs that have stability. But now with the players on the move like this, how much harder is it for you to put together these power rankings when you have to, to look at players with new teams and new coaching staffs? You know, it's actually not. I, I, I think people make – one mistake about the transfer portals, thinking that there's a, hey, you got an experienced quarterback that did well in another system. He's coming over here. He's going to be great in this new system. <laughs> I think that's a mistake. I treat them as new quarterbacks out of the gate. So I, I think that's one way you got to kind of look at this. They're playing for new coaches. Why weren't they happy? Why did they transfer out of that other situation? It, it, it's not an automatic that that experience that they had maybe played a season or two for another program is going to is going to translate over to the new program so I think you need to kind of maybe take a step back from that and think the overall program stability similar uh question with regards to we talked about USC but with Texas as well a team with very high expectations coming into this year second year under Sark after going five and seven last year they're another group that hit the transfer portal pretty hard they should, you would imagine, on paper, take a step forward, especially with Quinn Ewers finally going to play <laughs> football uh, at quarterback. So very improved. But was the overhaul enough for them to make that big jump into year two? Okay, so this is another interesting situation here. Now, now one of the things, one of my articles that I uh, write every season is about recruiting rankings. And over the last two seasons, the, the source I use, 247 Sport, has added transfer portal rankings into their overall rankings for teams. And it's helped quite a bit. And the fact that you know the different talents that are coming into the schools by the transfer portal. Now, if you look at that, Texas is one of the teams you've got to have an eye on. It might not be this year. They may be better this year and they may challenge even for a Big 12 uh, title. But teams like Texas, uh, again, USC, LSU, uh, Notre Dame specifically, and, and maybe a Texas A&M, these are teams, maybe not, it's not this year, like I said, maybe it's next year, maybe it's the year after that. They could be looking at, at, at the national championship level program. Got about 90 seconds to go. Steve Mackin the College Football Betting Guide is out today, so you got to get it. Steve, when you were doing all your research, was there a team or teams that jumped off the radar to you that maybe the betting market, you, you see a variance there that maybe the betting market is not in tune with what your research shows? Yeah, again, I have to look at this from several different standpoints because there's three teams in particular that I looked at it from my stability scores that could that could have big seasons because they're very stable situations now. Quarterback back, a lot of starters back, full coaching staff back. That leads to 
stability and the, and the ability to maybe look at that team and say they're going to be better than last year. Mississippi State, one of those teams. NC State, another. BYU. BYU's got an interesting schedule. They play a couple different tough games, but if they get by, they, you, this is a team that, who knows, it could be Cincinnati last season. Ooh. Yep. Very, I, very talented I, type of program. Yeah, I've, I've so, thought that way too, Steve. Yeah, so I mean, you, you look at it many different ways. Uh, in my transitional systems, I found Nebraska lost a lot of close games here. <clears throat> They're moving on from Adrian Martinez, finally. They underachieved it. It's a years of underachievement with Adrian Martinez. They're they're bringing in uh, Thompson, Texas, uh, an elite recruited quarterback. Can he take? Can he help them take the next step? Who knows? Yeah, really good stuff, Steve. Appreciate Thanks, Steve. the time, and again, thank you for all the incredible work that yep. you did in the guide. Oh, you're welcome, guys. Thanks for having me too. That's Steve Mackin, and make sure you get the college football betting guide now. Veasan.com/slash/subscribe. When we come back, we talk to Texas. Let's keep that Big 12 ball yeah. rolling. Lincoln Riley out at Oklahoma. What's the expectations for the Sooners with Adam Burke when we come back? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back here on Follow the Money, live from Circa Resort and Casino. Now here are top horse racing plays from Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk, both from Saratoga and Race 5. Jeremy has the number four, Portos, at a juicy 8-1 to one mm. on the morning line. And in Race 6, he's got the number one, Cold Call, on top at an even juicier 10-1. to one. You can wager on these races and more at First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VEASAN. And if you sign up today using the code VEGAS22, you get $100 in free bets. So go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for VEASAN fans, plus more top plays from VEASAN and Express Bet handicappers. That's VSIN.com slash horse. And with this being the All Things College Football Hour, vcin.com slash subscribe. 
for the college football betting guide out today. Mm. And you can only get it if you are a VEASAN All Access subscriber. Right. So make sure you do that. It is 100% worth it. 131 teams of information, <laughs> two pages each. This thing is off the hook. And one of the main contributors making this thing go, Adam Burke, who joins us now, he covered the SEC and Big 12, among others, in the college football betting guide. Adam, thank you so much for getting up with us this morning. Absolutely. Don't forget, I did Conference USA in the Sun Belt, too. I said oh. among others, my man. <laughs> we try to get the big two do out. Do you ever sleep is my real question, <laughs> because with all that you do with the daily MLB yeah. picks and, I mean, cover all sports and now the college football betting guide, like, do you chill ever for real? Even when you were in Cleveland on vacation, you were You're coming on shows. Working. Every now and then, I guess I get a little bit of sleep. I was actually sleeping pretty well when the alarm went off at 545 this morning. So appreciate it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he just had to throw that one out there. Let's get into the college football talk, though. In the Big 12, Oklahoma without Lincoln Riley, without Caleb Williams as they head over to Southern California. What's their roster looking like? How do you expect them to play out in Big 12 play this year? I actually like this Oklahoma team quite a bit. Their season win total out there, nine and a half. And my projections actually have this team at about 9.63 wins. So I do like them to go over the total. It's not the strongest of my positions of the conferences that I did. But I think Dylan Gabriel is a really good fit for this offense. He put up monster numbers at UCF. He's going to be playing in an up-tempo, a big play, explosive type of scheme under Jeff Levy, who was the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. So I think offensively, they'll be just fine. And anytime you can bring in a guy like Brent Venables, that's absolutely going to help your defense, not only from a recruiting standpoint, but also just from the way that they play. They're very stingy against the run. They struggle a little bit against the pass. But what we saw from Clemson in the years that Venables was there was that the back seven was really, really good, pretty much year in and year out. I would expect Oklahoma to make some strides there. I have the Sooners at least a touchdown favorite in every game except for the neutral site game against Texas. And then when they play Baylor at home, so to me, worst case scenario for this team is to go 10 and two. So I do like the over nine and a half here with the Sooners. You know, Adam, I, I look at the Big 12 and it feels like for the first time in a long time, it feels wide open. And you mentioned Dave Aranda and Baylor. Oklahoma State still is going to be a, a force with their defense. Texas, we all believe this is going to be a big year for the Longhorns. So they're about $2 plus $2 Oklahoma to get it done in the Big 12. Is it a four team race or do you think that Oklahoma is still a little bit better than all the rest? Yeah, I mean, look, I think Baylor's a really, really good team, a very well-coached team. We'll see if Shapin at quarterback can be the guy to lead that offense because Jerry Bohannon was very, very good until he got hurt. Then Shapin wound up taking over the job and then won the competition in the spring. So Bohannon actually transferred out to South Florida. I think Texas is very good on paper. We'll see if it actually you know, comes to fruition on the football field. Oklahoma State looks good, too. Even though they lost Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator to Ohio State, they brought in Derek Mason, a longtime stalwart from the SEC. So I think Oklahoma State's in pretty good hands. But the thing that's most interesting to me about the Big 12 are the teams in the middle. You've got new head coaches at Texas Tech and TCU. You've got Iowa State losing a ton of talent, including quarterback Brock Purdy and running back Brees Hall. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to see if there are opportunities to play on or against those teams that have a lot of turnover, new coaches, new schemes, just a lot of uncertainty. And, and typically... You know, betters try to find that uncertainty, that higher degree of variance, because those are the teams that nobody really knows how to project. So if you can kind of pick up some things about those teams early on in the year, that can be really profitable from a week by week standpoint. And while oddsmakers have Baylor, by the way, as the fourth shortest shot mm -hmm. in the Big 12, they were the media pick to win the conference. And you mentioned Bohannon to South Florida, our guy Sean King all over the Bulls <laughs> to beat BYU week one, although I strongly disagree. But speaking of our guy, Sean King, he has Kansas State at 16 yep. to one in the league. What's the upside you think for this Kansas State squad this year? Is he right to be so high on them? Look, I mean, the upside comes down to Adrian Martinez, a guy that I really didn't like a whole lot at Nebraska. But you wonder if that was a, an issue with Scott Frost. You wonder if that was something where he was maybe just trying to do too much. I don't know what this Kansas State offense will look like because Martinez is a guy that threw a lot of backbreaking interceptions, turned the ball over a lot in the red zone, had some turnovers deep in his own territory. Is Wildcats legend Colin Klein, who's now the offensive coordinator, going to be able to take those things away from Martinez? 
I'm not really sure, but they do have a, a great running back in Deuce Vaughn. That's who the offense goes through. So, you know, for Kansas State, I worry about them offensively. But on the defensive side, you know, they tackle the Juco route very, very well, pardon the pun. They get a lot of guys that play really well in this scheme. There's a lot of consistency and continuity here, which is something that the middle of the Big 12 doesn't really have. And my projection for them is actually 7.55 wins, and the market is 6.5 with the over heavily juiced at minus 170. But there are a lot of toss-up games on the schedule, a lot of 50-50 types of games. And the ability of Martinez to avoid those turnovers will define the ceiling for the Wildcats. I'm not super confident in him, but I do see a path where this team can you know, win eight, possibly nine games if everything goes according to plan. Let's go down to the dregs of the Big 12. You ask any Missouri, Mizzou grad, they're going to tell you that Kansas Rock Chalk Jayhawk is a football school. 250 to one to win the con. That's not going to happen, Adam. But I look at the win total at two and a half. Is there any reason to play the over? Well, I mean, look, this is a team that hasn't won more than three games since 2009. Oh. So it's it's been a really rough time there in Lawrence. But last season, they looked better. I mean, I think Lance Leopold's a really, really good head coach. That's a guy that's pushing this program in the right direction. Jalen Daniels actually looked pretty good as the starter over the last three games. Had that upset win over Texas where they won 57 to 56. But this is also a team that had lost 56 straight games <laughs> on the road in Big 12 play. So you know, that was just kind of an outlier. One of those strange things that I wouldn't expect to happen here this season. The defense gave up over 42 points per game over seven yards per play. The offense is limited. They are making a transition from a 3-4 to a 4-3 that should be taking hold now as they go into the second year of that. But no, I mean, I, I don't really have Kansas projected for, for that <laughs> impressive of a season at all. My win total for them is actually 2.33. Oh, so I would look under if man, anything Man, after that glowing review, we still go that way. Yeah, the only time that Rock Chalk Jayhawk is chalk is in college hoops. We know that. <laughs> uh, let's switch gears here these last couple minutes to the SEC. We know the hype around this Alabama Crimson Tide mm -hmm. team. Many people think that this could be Nick Saban's best team ever on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball, given the talent that they have. In the SEC East, the Bulldogs are the talk of the town. Is there anybody that could dethrone them this year, since I would think that we all agree that Alabama seems to be the representative on the other side? I don't think so. I mean, I have Texas A&M projected for 8.54 wins, and that's third in this conference behind Alabama with 11.37 and Georgia with 11.4. So it definitely looks like it will be Alabama and Georgia in Atlanta once again. Alabama could have the top two players taken in the draft and Bryce Young and Will Anderson, depending on the quarterback situation for that team that's selecting that high. But I have Bama at least minus 14 in every game. I have Georgia at least minus 13 in every game. So it looks like uh, those two will uh, rule the SEC once again. Very quickly, Texas A&M, you mentioned them. We know about the consternation between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher in the offseason. It was good fodder for people like us. But what do you make of A&M this year? Would you be have a proclivity to play the, the over for the win total? Or do you think maybe a step back for Jimbo? You know, I think Texas A&M, when you look at them, I mean, from a talent standpoint, it's been rather incredible. And they just brought in one of the best recruiting classes ever. So, you know, that kind of sparked the discussion between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban there. Uh, this is a really, really strong team, certainly. But it's also a team that's got a pretty tough schedule. Like I said, I have them down for 8.54 wins, mm. their season win total right at eight and a half. So you know, that's just kind of an indicator of the schedule. You kind of wonder a little bit about the quarterback play because Zach Calzada got that upset over Alabama last year, but he wasn't particularly good. He winds up transferring. We don't really know much about Haynes King, but Max Johnson played pretty well at LSU. A lot of talent in the running game for this team. I think Texas A&M will be really good, but look, I mean, they play App State and Miami in non-conference. So those will be pretty interesting tests for them early on to go along with that SEC West schedule. Adam, get some sleep. You're the best. Thanks, Thank Adam. you. Take care, guys. Thanks for having me. That's Adam Burke. In addition to all the work that he did on the fantastic college football betting guide, which, again, make sure you get it at yeah. decent.com slash subscribe.
daily MLB I mean, picks. He handles the daily email, covers everything. How good the last three guests for the college football betting guide. It's everything you need to know laid out. They're giving you the exact win totals, yep. breakdowns on every single team in college football. You got to get the betting guide. You absolutely have to. And plus the beauty of the all-access subscription is you get everything. Houston and the pro football one's coming soon. Yes, sir. When we come back here wrapping things up on Follow the Money, our in-pocket plays our favorite futures of the college football season ahead. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.